Tover O'Brien is one of the country's most high-profile journalists. She was a household name during COVID when her dogged questioning in the 1pm briefings was about as close as we all got to any form of sports during lockdown. (laughs) Yes, she's interviewed the President of Ukraine. Her interview with Jamie Lee Ross post-election 2020 gained her global attention. She's hosted, of course, her own radio show. And now she is joining Stuff. And she is with us now. Hey, Tova. Hey guys, this is my, my first um, joining of Stuff is with you two, which is terribly exciting. I've been listening to the podcast and loving it. Glorious. Oh, thanks. We like to hear that. This <laughs> this must feel a bit different to the last time you are on air. It sure does, yeah. But I'm going to watch my language a bit more and I'm feeling much more elated rather than um, completely and utterly deflated. You're pretty sure uh, they f***ed us. Uh, we'll be one of the finalists for quote of the year, of course. That's what you said live. What was going through your mind in that moment? Can you tell us? I don't really think anything was going through my mind. It was, a, I think it was probably what I said was testament to the fact that it was just a very visceral reaction to the absolute shock and devastation that we were all feeling that day there wasn't really time to think or to process emotion or or anything really so it was kind of just the ultimate expression of raw emotion so tell us about the new job tova what what is your job title and what's your understanding of what you're actually going to do yeah, it's terribly exciting. So the job title is Chief Political Correspondent, which I hope will encapsulate a few of the various different roles which I'm going to be doing within the role. And we're building it as well. So there's, we're already working on a couple of really exciting projects within it, which we'll be able to tell you more about soon. So stay tuned. But there's going to be a few different components to it, which we're, we're going to drip feed some of this information. Does this all just come down to the thought of sitting out an election campaign driving you bonkers? Oh my God, you should have seen me over the last few months because there's been so much happening, which I've just been champing at the bit to get amongst. And it's strange if you're used to having a place where you kind of process emotions and analysis and you're interviewing and dissecting things and prosecuting things with different politicians or whatever, and suddenly you don't have that, that outlet. It's quite strange to kind of sit and watch idly the news go by and just when um, Jacinda Ardern resigned, for example, mm. I was today. Fem was actually still on air, but this is basically kind of symbolic of how it's all been. But I was in a waiting room, a hospital waiting room, with my mother, and she'd gone in to, to have a checkup. And I just ended up announcing it to the entire waiting room and pontificating at all these pe- poor people who were waiting to get their medical treatment, describing the minutiae of what was going on. So I, I, that's kind of how I've been. I've been insufferable for the last three and a half months for the people around me just wanting to be able to talk about the things that are going on um, and express kind of views and analysis on it. So hopefully um, that will put paid to some of that. What have you been up to for the last three and a half months? It's a really good question. You Honestly, it's, it's just, I think... Um, healing because it was a, a grieving process after Today FM and, and what we went through and it was a lot more of a, um, a process than I had anticipated. I think I thought um, I'll get really, really drunk for a couple of days and then I'll go and hide in the bush for a couple of days and then the next week I'll go and find a job and everything will be hunky-dory. But um, of course it wasn't like that. We loved what we were doing so much at Today FM that it was really quite a devastating blow. And so I've kind of just been working through some of that stuff. I went to see my mum in London because that's what you do when you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I saw her for a few weeks uh, and have just been kind of, yeah, just getting back to getting back to me. And you kind of think when you've got this time, if you're 
used to working your entire life. If you've got this time, you'll learn a language or do something um, exceptional, learn to, to knit better. But I really couldn't tell you much of what I've done this last few months. It, it's funny how time kind of contracts when you're going through something like that. Newsable takes time and resources to produce. Please support our mahi and visit stuff.co.nz support. D- Toby, you're, you're very well regarded for your political analysis. So I, I'm so curious real. as to whether we can um, we can put you on a spot. It, it, you know, it, coming into this election professionally now, surveying the state of play, looking at the developments over the past few months, what is your read on the, the battlefield, I suppose, the political battlefield as of July 20? Yeah, it's shifting, isn't it? And I think this week, for example, and probably for the last two years, there's been a really strong focus on law and order and on justice issues, and that's definitely at the forefront. But the economy, I think, is probably the thing that most New Zealanders are also deeply concerned about, and that's where this election's really going to be won and lost. For me, those two things, alongside health with a health workforce shortage and all the other myriad issues um, within health at the moment, those are some of the kind of key things that I'm looking at. I'm pretty worried about some of the cultural war stuff which is permeating the election some of the um the the kind of race baiting as well around the the fringes which have been mainstreamed a bit more but i think for for both of the chrises the two the major focus will be the economy and and increasingly justice but but honestly my pick for who might have won this election a month ago is completely different from my pick for who will win this election today and that speaks to how much the sands are shifting just over the course of a short short space of time so I think it would be a fool's errand to try and predict predict the outcome of this election but it's going to be tight and it's going to be close and that is good for all of us because it means they, they fight and they work harder and they develop policies which are better for all of us so that's a good thing, it's a good thing that it's going to be a line call. It's it's funny hearing you mention some of the political stories that have happened over the past few months because I have actually thought to myself quite a few times whether it's like Mika Whaiteri or um, or the National Party gang announcement or the, the Kitty Allen stuff, you know, gee, Tover O'Brien would have had a good time with this. Like, is there a particular story that has happened this year that you've found yourself being like, far out, I, I wish I was back in the game for that? I think it really is the day-to-day stuff Mm -hmm. and when you're sitting, when you are kind of taking a a back row seat, having had a front row seat for so long, just watching the the nuance of of politics from quite a different perspective has been been really hard and it's been good as well. It's probably been quite healthy for me to be not so tragically obsessed but but yeah every, every single story and it's just the day-to-day ebbs and flows of politics which I really enjoy there hasn't been kind of one particular thing it has just been the everyday yearning to to talk about things and learn more about things and dissect things which I which I haven't really been able to do recently. Tova there will be so many people that are stoked to finally know where you're working where they're going to be able to find and consume your reporting. What can people expect from you? I mean, I, I hope not to completely reinvent the wheel, you know. Like, I, I know what where my strengths are and I know what I love. So I hope to be able to continue to, and if people follow that reporting or have followed my reporting um, and broadcasting um, subsequently at Today FM, then I hope that they'll find um, much of the, the same. I kind of plan to continue reporting the way that I do, telling stories for New Zealanders, taking their voices into the parliament and, and vice versa, taking the parliament's voices out to the people. And I just, there is nothing nothing I love more professionally than 
an election campaign and so I'm just I'm rearing to go and cannot wait to get on that campaign we want to make politics as interesting and dynamic and important to people as I truly believe it is and this election we've got everything to play for the stakes are so high and so I just want to see people getting as engaged and as excited as I feel right now and so that's that's my job is to to show people why why we should care and why they need to get out and vote on October the 14th only a bit passionate eh? it's been a while Emma it's been a while <laughs> Tover O'Brien thank you so much for your time and welcome to the Staff Fano. Woo! thank you so much for having me thanks for listening to this bonus episode of Newsable I'm Imogen Wells and I'm Emil Donovan remember you can get fresh Newsable goodness in your phones every day by following us on your favourite pod player but for now catch you later if you like this podcast Please support our work. Visit stuff.co.nz/support.